0: Good morning church, what a great opportunity and a wonderful day to worship our Lord. We're glad that you're here. If you're visiting with us today, we're glad you're here. We want to invite you at the end of worship this morning to visit our welcome table at the back in the vestibule. And we have a gift for you and your family. If you would do that, we would uh, greatly appreciate that. I want to ask you just to grab your bulletin this morning and we can go over a few things taking place this week want to let you know that this afternoon that we will be going Christmas caroling and delivering some of the Christmas cards to our faithful saints. So um, that will be at 4 o'clock today. So we would like to invite all of you back at 4 o'clock, and we'll have several routes and teams that we will divide up into and uh, go do that. I can tell you that the more we have, the easier it is. So please... uh, Please make your way back this afternoon for that. It is such a blessing to be able to share just a little bit of time with those folks and to share the, the joy of the season. So at 4 o'clock this afternoon, we will have Christmas caroling. Make note of the changes if you were in the Dorothy Edwards Bible Study Group before that group will meet. Um, Tomorrow, and also note there are no prayer shawl ministry uh, this month. Y'all won't be meeting this this coming week, so please make note of that. Deacons, reminder of your dinner tomorrow evening. And then on Wednesday evening, we will have uh, our Wednesday evening... Opportunities. There will be no Wednesday evening meal this week, so please make note of that, no Wednesday evening meal. But both the children's party and the youth Christmas party will take place here at the church beginning at 5.30. And we will have prayer meeting in the Lighthouse Room beginning at 6 o'clock. And Miss uh, Bonnie Dowdy will be sharing during that time, so we'll know you'll want to come and and hear about her experiences. So at 6 o'clock on Wednesday, we'll hear from her. Uh, This week, we will also be hosting both the high school and the middle school uh, choruses. The high school chorus will be in here on Tuesday evening at 7.30, and the middle school will be Thursday evening at 7.30, so if you want to attend those, make note of that. Also, I think it's good when you ride by and see all the cars that you know what's happening because that will be a a big time for both those groups. So, lots going on and continuing the, um, the Advent season, and we are just delighted that you're a part of what's going on here and excited about what God's what God's doing now I just want to say a a quick word about our uh, mission emphasis for this month this is our international missions emphasis for the month of December and if you'll notice on the back right up underneath the uh, contributions piece you'll see the uh, what has come in to date and what our goal is our goal is twelve thousand dollars And again, we do offer two options of giving, Um, the International Mission Board, uh, which is the uh, SBC option, and then the CBF option is there as well. And if you uh, don't have a clue about one of those, I would encourage you to ask Keith or myself, and we will try to help explain that to you and let you know a little bit about those. But I think the main thing is that you give that you give international missions is a big deal and I think it's a, an honor for us to be able to be a part of what God is doing all around the world and the, that's one of the coolest things about being Baptist when I talk to a lot of other denominations that's one of the things that they mention is our mission emphasis so this is a really neat time of the year I'm just going to share with you the two themes that um, they have the IMB theme this year is because of who he is and it comes from Psalm 96:3. Declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous deeds among all the peoples. And then the CBF theme is on mission with Christ to end hunger. And they use Isaiah 58.10. If you spend yourselves in behalf of the hungry and satisfy the needs of the oppressed, then your light will rise in the darkness and your night will become like the noonday. So next Sunday, we will be having our in-gathering. So if you have not given, that will be an opportunity for you to give, but we will also be taking those to the end of the month. So just be in prayer and be mindful of what God is doing through our missionaries all over the world in reaching people for Christ. Let's continue to worship this morning.
1: The story behind Old Little Town of Bethlehem is both interesting and inspiring. The lyrics to this beloved Christmas carol were written by Phillips Brooks, who was a minister in Philadelphia during the Civil War. He was so renowned for his preaching that he was asked to preside over the funeral service for President Abraham Lincoln, even though he was not President Lincoln's minister. Serving as pastor during such a trying time when nearly everyone in his congregation lost a family member to the war took a toll on the young minister. The combination of personal grief and national turmoil left him exhausted and discouraged. He took a trip to the Holy Land in search of spiritual renewal for himself so that he could provide the encouragement and the inspiration his congregation so desperately needed. On Christmas Eve in 1865, he left Jerusalem on horseback to spend some time alone. His journey took him through the fields where shepherds watched their flocks and into the little town of Bethlehem where he spent the evening in prayer and meditation. His experience that evening was so powerful that it remained with him for the rest of his life, and it was reflecting on this experience that inspired him to write the words to this hymn he wanted to share with his congregation the awe that he experienced and the peacefulness of that night in bethlehem in the time in which we are living it is easy to become discouraged and to wonder where god is in many of the events around us it's easy to forget that our savior is the prince of peace and that he is emmanuel god with us as we sing i hope you will ponder the words we are singing and find comfort and assurance in remembering that the Holy Child of Bethlehem does in fact want to be born in us and abide with us. We're going to sing hymn number 82, Emmanuel, and then immediately go into hymn 86, A Little Town of Bethlehem. So you might want to just keep your finger in the hymnal so you can easily flip to the, the next hymn. Please stand as we begin with hymn number 82, Emmanuel.
2: The children to come forward for lesson on the step. Good morning. How are y'all today? Oh, you're all looking so pretty and handsome. Our scripture today comes from 1 Peter, verse 8, chapter 1, excuse me. Though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with the inexpressible and glorious joy. This is such a joyful and happy time. But before I have my little lesson, I've got to get a promise out of all of you. Because some of my family thinks I'm a little crazy. Because in my bag here, I have a jingle bell. And I'm going to give every single one of you a jingle bell. But I need for you to hold them very tightly and don't jingle them. Can we do that? All right, Brayden, I'm going to let you pass out a jingle bell to everybody. Can you do that? Okay. We're going to see if this works. Everybody has a bell. Hey, Miss Georgia, can you be my company today? Yeah. Okay, come here and let me be my company today. all right miss george going to be my example today because i know she knows how to hold on to that jingle bell real tight okay all right everybody has a jingle bell braden you need one too all right i need for you to take it and just jingle it just as hard as you can all right now stop all right now hold on to it very quietly now We hear jingles all the time during Christmas, don't we? Jingle bell brings joy and happy times. But you know what? We have joy real deep inside of us. Ooh, we're going to hold on real tight, okay? I knew it was We have joy deep inside of us right now. It's just busting to be out. Do you know why? Because we have the joy of knowing that Jesus Christ is getting ready to be born. We know he's coming, so we feel joy. And that's sort of like the jingle bell. When you hear the jingle bells, you just love to hear the sound. Now, what's inside the jingle bell? Bell. The bell. Is that what makes the sound? Well, what's inside of you that makes you so happy? Jesus. That's right. Jesus. Jesus is what's inside of us that makes us so happy. Now, I want you to hold on the bell real tight and don't make a sound. What happens? There's no sound, is there? There's no sound if we hold on too tight. So we need to be sure that we don't hold on too tight to the happiness that we feel in our heart for Christmas. Do you know sometimes we get so busy with our Christmas and our giving and our sharing, that sometimes we forget that what's inside of us, just like what's inside of this bell, is the reason we celebrate Christmas. See, we don't see him, but we know he's here. We hear him when we pray and he talks to us. But just remember the joy that's down in your heart like the joy that's down in this jingle bell needs to be shared with everyone you come in contact during Christmas. Don't put it under the tree. Don't close it up tight. Love and share and joy, just like the jingle bell. All right? Let us pray. Dear Lord, as we begin to get closer to the time of excitement, as we begin to get closer to the knowledge that we're going to celebrate the birth of Jesus, Let the jingle in these children's heart just burst. Let them know and feel that love that you have for them and that they have for you forgiven us, Jesus. Keep them safe. Watch over them. In your son's name, amen. Now I got to have the bells back.
3: Thank you, Ellen, for that wonderful children's sermon. And uh, it's joyful to see all the children down there this morning. You know, uh, I don't know how long I can still use the new pastor, uh, you know, title. I don't know. Um, I'm sure some will let me know. Um, But, uh, you know, this Christmas season, beginning with Thanksgiving, actually, uh, was, you know, I've experienced many firsts here at Bowling Springs. And I am grateful uh, for the joy in which I have seen this church family serve others, Uh, As was evident this last Wednesday with the Broughton dinner, Uh, we had a very beautiful and meaningful hanging of the green service. uh, And I can't name all the different new things for me, but uh, all these have been a first. And this will be my first adult choir Christmas cantata. And I know that I'm in for a treat this morning, and I'm thankful for this group and for Roger and his leadership. I want to encourage you, for those of you who uh, some really love to sing and take every opportunity you can to, to do that. Others of you like to be around people who can sing well. Uh, whatever category you may fit in, I would encourage you to be here this afternoon at four o'clock. We're going to meet in the sanctuary. Uh, Wesley and others have divided up, uh, how we're going to go out and how we're going to sing to some of those in our nursing homes and nurse shut-ins. And if you've never been a part of doing this at Christmas, it is a wonderful time. I've done it in each of the churches where the Lord has blessed me to serve, whether as youth minister or as pastor. And I'm sure this afternoon will be no different. And so it's a great time to bring joy not only to these faces uh, that we will visit, but also you will be very surprised on, in what it does in the midst of your heart and the joy that, that Ellen was talking about this morning. So I would encourage you to come out again. That's today at 4 o'clock. Be in prayer for Martha Green. She is um, one of our older church members who has had some uh, very significant surgery over the last several days, and she remains in Charlotte in the hospital, so be in prayer for her. Your heart and mind may be uh, on others this morning who may need a very special touch and who may need our prayers this morning. I'm going to give us just a brief moment of silence, and then I will lead us in a prayer this morning. Let's pray together. Father, in the midst of a hectic time of the year, in the midst of uh, shopping, and in the midst of decorating, in the midst of going to parties and all the activities that comes with this time, it's good to be still. And Father, we desire as we are still and as we think about you and why we're here today, Lord, we desire to hear from you. So Father, speak to us and meet us at the point of our need. You know those better than we know them ourselves. And so Father, we ask that you would speak to us today, that you would encourage those that need encouraging, that you your holy spirit would convict those that need uh, maybe some new direction in life and new guidance father we pray that that they would find that as they meet you here today father we're so thankful for the choir and their hard work lord for roger and linda and others who are assisting this morning father we just are thankful for the gift of music and we're thankful most of all for your son jesus christ and whom we sing about and whom we celebrate this day as we refl- reflect upon the themes of Advent, Lord, we think about those themes of hope and love and joy and peace and of the Christ child. And Father, we are well aware that we are in a world today that are in desperate need of each of those. They're in need of hope that not only can, can things in this world be better, but Lord, things, uh, Lord, that hope for eternity. Father, they're in need. We're in desperate need of peace. And Father, we pray that today, Lord, in our own community, in our own lives, but Lord, in the world in which we live that is in desperate need father we pray that you would give wisdom and knowledge to government leaders to people lord who can help uh, bring about peace in their countries father we are grateful for your love and we pray that uh, of all the things that would be manifested in us and through us this christmas season father we pray that the love that is found within a relationship in jesus christ would be evident in the words that we speak and the actions that we may find the, the things that we find ourselves doing each week Lord we love you father help us to show show your love to others this afternoon at four as we go in Carol as we sing about your son father may they see the joy and the light and the love of Christ in our lives father bless this church Lord this season as we prepare for a new year God we're grateful for what you've done and for what you're doing and Lord for what we know you will do father bless the choir and bless Roger and others who will be leading this morning prepare our hearts Uh, to hear the message through song this morning it's in jesus name we pray all of god's people said amen
1: you'll need to have two hymns ready again for this this next um, song that we're going to sing together hymn number 94 angels from the realms of glory we'll sing verses one through three And then mark your place on page 199, and we'll sing the fourth verse of Lo, He Comes with Clouds Descending. Please stand as we sing hymn number 94. (laughs)
4: Hi, my name is Jane Hamrick. Um, I'm a senior at Appalachian State University. Um, Pastor Keith asked me to pray after I got home from finals, so here I am. <laughs> so um, I got to a, char- a church called The Heart um, at Appalachian, and it's been a big part of my walk with God in college. So my prayer today is inspired by a series of teachings that's gone on over this semester, and it's called This Is Everything so in matthew twenty-eight nineteen, the great commission is given saying go and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit and teaching them to obey everything i have commanded you however with our limited understanding and in, in today's culture obeying everything i command you can sometimes feel like i must follow all the rules or i'm not a good enough christian but what we forget is the most important commandment he has given us which is to love your neighbor as yourself and love the Lord your God with all your heart. When we love, we are connected and produce fruit that is evidence of that connection. So let us pray. Dear God, as a church, help us bear fruit of love by reconciling people and each other through Christ with love. Help us connect with you and experience your love so we can better experience love for one another. This is everything. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.
5: It is with great hope and expectation that we enter into one of the most powerful remembrances of the Christian calendar year, the season of Advent. We remember the hope that the prophets had as they waited in expectation for a Messiah, longing for a savior to bring peace and hope to a broken world.
6: As we remember Israel's longing for a savior, our hearts return toward our own longing to know and experience the miracle of God's gift once again. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. Isaiah 9-2
5: increasing light of each week's candles, we are reminded of the approaching return of the light of the world, who was born so long ago in Bethlehem. Please join me in recounting the ancient foretelling of the Messiah's birth. A voice of one calling in the wilderness.
7: Prepare the way for the Lord.
5: Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be raised up, every mountain and hill made low. The rough ground shall become level, the rugged places a plain.
7: And the glory of the Lord will be revealed, and all people will see it together. Amen.
5: We light our second candle symbolizing the preparation for the Messiah who would soon be born in Bethlehem.
7: To
4: What does the word advent mean?
6: The word advent actually means coming. We remember that Christ has come and Christ will come again. Why don't you help me read from Isaiah about our third candle? The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me, because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor.
5: He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the
6: captives. To comfort all who mourn. To bestow on them a the crown of beauty. Instead of ashes. We all join instead of mourning
5: and a garment of praise,
6: instead of a spirit of despair. With, With our third candle, candle we remember, remember the joy that was felt as the coming of the Messiah drew closer. In Advent, we do not really remember the birth of a baby in Bethlehem. But we are reminded to long for a savior, just as God's people did so long ago.
5: In Matthew 1, 23, we read, the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. We reflect on this young woman, chosen by God
6: to be an instrument. My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God, my savior for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed, for the mighty one has done great things for me. We light our fourth candle, remembering the love and faithfulness of Mary, who would bear the savior of the world.
7: Shine
5: Just as people of Israel live in a constant state of expectation for the coming of the Messiah, we too await the glorious
6: second coming of Christ. In Advent, we celebrate God's victory over evil and the birth of Jesus as well as his coming at the end of the age. We ask him to accomplish that same victory in our own lives today, to be born anew in us.
5: Please join us in a corporate prayer of dedication as printed in your bulletin as we joyfully remember and anticipate our hope arriving and ask that the light of Jesus Christ would was, would permeate our hearts and lives. Merciful so, God,
7: who sent your messengers, the prophets, to preach repentance
5: and prepare
7: the way for our salvation. Give us grace to heed their warnings and forsake our sins, that we may read with joy the
3: coming of
7: Jesus Christ our Redeemer who who lives and (laughs) you <laughs>
3: Thank you, choir. And thank you, Roger. What a beautiful, beautiful music, musical. You know, I was pondering, and I'm always uh, uh, mesmerized by Mary and her response uh, to this angel and to the message uh, that was communicated to her. And, uh, excuse me just a moment. You know, in the hymn, one of the songs that the choir sang, uh, the lyrics in one of the songs say, the only thing that my heart can offer is a vacancy. I'm just a girl. Mary's response to the angel in Luke 138, this is the New Living Translation. She says, I am the Lord's servant, and I am willing to accept whatever he wants. At this time and throughout the year, as the message of the Advent candles have been lit, this message of hope, love, joy, and peace, the Spirit calls to you and to me this morning for a response. Will ours be what Mary's was when she responded to the angel and she said, I am the Lord's servant and I am willing to accept whatever he wants. I'm going to pray. And after I pray, we're going to sing a closing hymn of invitation, a commitment. Oh, come all you faithful. And I just invite you this morning to ponder Mary's response to the angel. And is that our response today as well? I am your servant. Father, we come to you. We thank you for this choir. We thank you for Roger and his leadership. We thank you for your Holy Spirit. We're thankful for this birth narrative, this birth story that has come to life this morning. We're thankful for a young teenage girl who responded by saying, I am your servant and I will do whatever he wants. We are grateful for her response. Lord, help us to also have hearts that are willing to respond with service, with love, Hope, joy, and peace that can come only through the birth, through the life, the death, the resurrection, and a re- relationship with your Son Jesus Christ. Speak to our hearts this morning and help us to have the courage to respond as Mary, I am your servant. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hymn number
1: 89, please stand.